Welcome to episode number 157 for February 5th, 2012. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And today we're going to be talking about perspective and our exciting time going to see Styx live at the DNR Theater in Aberdeen. It was a great time, wasn't it, Amy? It was a fun day. We'll talk about it coming up on this episode of Take Him With You, the podcast that is spiritual, not religious. Did you, uh, were you singing to that song? Um, yeah, there, there was really only about four songs that I remembered from growing up. Um, we can talk about that. Songs, we got to talk about that I, later. I, I did like that song. Yeah. It was cool. The whole audience was singing it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a good time, but we'll talk about that in a moment. But, uh, yeah, we got all sorts of cool things to talk about today. <coughs> Excuse me, as I cough into the microphone. I uh, was able to fix my microphone so it doesn't buzz anymore. Watch this, Ray. Isn't that nice? All you hear is computer stuff in the background. Now, instead of now, does my mic cord not buzz? Because I didn't correct. hear a buzz from that one. Correct. But the cord that you were using had been buzzing. Well, yeah, because yeah. I used your yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have one more chord to get, and that should be absolutely silent on our end. So that'll be fun. Yay. Yeah. It's good so, to know uh, that that worked out. Yeah, we'll be back in just a moment, and uh, we'll get on with the show. It's going to be a blast today. Mm-hmm. Stick around. Hi, my name's Kenny, and I'm a fanboy. Do you like Star Trek, Star Wars, Harry Potter? Do you consider yourself a brown coat or a twihard? Are you into cosplaying, LARPing, a furry? Can you speak Klingon or Elvish? Can you name all the doctors and their companions? Do you just love football or can't get enough of your favorite music group? Then this podcast is for you, Confessions of a Fanboy. Each episode, I sit down with a fanboy or a fangirl and discuss their fandom and how it affects their daily lives. Be it geeky, sporty, or musical, fandoms can span a wide range of people. So come subscribe to Confessions of a Fanboy on iTunes. Or visit us online at confessionsofafanboypodcast.com and take a listen to fellow fans talk about the love for their fandom. Yeah, fun podcast there that uh, our friend Kenny does. Now, did I hear your voice in there a little bit? I did his theme song for At him. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. I did Confessions of a Fanboy. Ah. But I really did it differently than that. I, I did it like this. Confessions of a Fanboy. Like uh, that. You had a little echo on I had echo. Echo, echo. Amy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
That's the special effects on my soundboard. Uh-huh. You know I like that stuff. Yes, you do. You like lots of special effects and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like things more plain and and not so crazy and that's why it's interesting living together. <laughs> well, you know, we're going to kind of talk about that today because um I was thinking about how life changes the older we get. And the more experience we have and the more things that we go through or, uh, you know, good or bad, mm-hmm. really gives us a different perspective on things than um, than we used to have. And perspective, if you think about it, is really everything in life. Mm-hmm. How you view the world around you really determines on how you're going to react and respond to it. And um, I just noticed, I've just been thinking about it a lot lately with what with all the political stuff going on. And uh, and just life in general, it seems that uh, depending on what perspective you come from, it can be completely different. Yes, it can. The same thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think that would be fun to talk about from a from the from a godly perspective. In other words, from a from a, what you know, what does the Bible say about perspective? And you know. Um, you know, some of these folks that claim to be Christians and stuff like that, um, are they really? Because their perspective is from a really not a very good place. And I don't know. Yeah, It'll be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 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 We'll see about this. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Okay. So this week has been um, quite an adventure. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, actually a pretty good week. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I didn't get a whole bunch of work this week, I did a lot of auditions, and mm-hmm. I won a contract, but uh, I won't start working on that till next week. Okay. I'm doing a jingle for a community college. Yay. They have a phone number that they want everybody to remember, and so the job was outlined as 30-second commercial with catchy, uh, catchy tunes so people remember the phone number. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah. I still remember a commercial you made back in the 80s um, for Whitney's and Montesano. Yeah, I can still do it. Did you know that? Why don't you show everybody your your cute jingle? Because I still remember it, so it must have been a good jingle. Well, just a minute. Uh, in order for me to do that, i got to get some beats going on. So talk about something else while I work on this. Um, okay. <laughs> I've done lots of catchy well, stuff over the years. Um, people might... It, might not remember if they're new to our podcast um, that you were in radio for over ten years, about twelve years actually. Yeah. And um, part of your radio duties, besides being a DJ, and then you've, later you were a manager at a radio station, was being creative. But yeah, a, part of it was you know you were in small a small community, so we didn't have big s- staffs, so everybody. Right. At the radio station, had a part in making the commercials, and so you did a commercial for a local car dealership, which I think we've bought. We bought a couple our, cars, our PT from Cruisers there? from there. Yeah, yeah. It, was that just the only one we bought from there? I can't remember. I don't know. But I know my dad bought vehicles from there back in a long time ago. You got to get the right rhythm. Yeah. Though. Might take you a minute to get the right. Yeah, thing I gotta set find up. the 
Let me get the house drum machine. That's not right. Just a minute. Okay. Let's try it. Let's try it. No, that's not right either. Mm-hmm. Let me see. And everyone listen really close to his breath. Um, I might be able to do it on this one. Let me try okay. it. You ready? Okay. This was for Whitney's and Montesano. I have to remember this is years ago. Yeah. Over 20 years ago. Okay. All right. Well, you need a new car, can't find a place. Go up to Whitney's, find a friendly face. They got new cars, they got used cars, and friendly service too. Whitney's and Montesano got the car just for you. Whether it's a Chevy or a Chevy. Oh, 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 oh. Oldsmobile. Oh, that's it. Okay, okay. Whether it's a Chevy or an Oldsmobile, Whitney's is the place to find your wheels. Moonwalk over to the big busy corner. Won't be no something when they see you're an owner of a car or a truck. It's just your st- style. When you drive away, it's going to make you smile. Whitney's in Montesano. Whitney's in Montesano. Talk about the big busy corner. Whitney's in Montesano. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> that was pretty lame. Well, you know what? You you remembered Whitney's and Montesano. You remembered that, didn't you? Yeah. 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 So you know what the car dealership's name was and where it was at. And, That's you know, right. Montesano is about the same size of town that I grew up in. So yeah. if you can just get to the town, you can see everything in the town in five minutes. Probably, yeah. Probably even walking uh, <laughs> from one end of the town to the other. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I still remember that stuff. Then I was working on some podcast intros for a demo. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Now that's all done. This particular one, it's all done on the iPad. That's hilarious when I'm able to, the brump. Okay. Well, I, I like that because it's the drum set. There's a drum set on the iPad uh-huh. that in GarageBand that you set up and you can go. It actually puts the drum set on the screen. Okay. For people that are listening. Mm-hmm. And I can hit the bass drum with my finger. Or I can hit the snare drum. So I can go. And if you get really good at it, you can go like this. Cool, huh? And then you have other drum sets that you can do. Okay, buddy. You're going on and on about drums. Why don't we do our podcast now? That's like a vintage kit. Okay. This honey, is the classic rock set. Rick. So, um, <laughs> what's happening at our house other than you driving me crazy <laughs> with drums? Well, it doesn't just have drums. Do you know that this also has oh. keyboards on it? 
Yes, I do, but... And you can go like this. Can, can we do our podcast though now? Yes, it's all in your perspective, dear. Yeah, matter of fact, talking Watch about this. perspective. Vintage lead, ready? I could be in sticks. How's okay. that? Um, Was that cool or what? Okay. Perspective. I looked up the meaning on dictionary.com. Perspective from Amy Moyer. You oh. like that? Did you like your little intro? Well, I was going to have, I need to figure out how to get back to, okay, here it is. Okay, perspective. <laughs> it, it's a noun. And the first definition is technique of depicting space relationships on a flat surface. Number two, the way objects appear from their relative distance and positions. Um, number three, mental view or prospect. What are you reading about perspective for? Um, because you said we were doing our podcast yeah, on we've got it. we talk about what goes on around our house. What does this remind you of? No idea. Oh, come on. 80s video game. Pac-Man? No. Well, that's the only 80s video game I usually oh, played. No. Come on. Let's do this uh, again. Maybe I played Centipede. Are you saying Asteroid? Close. It was Asteroids and, and Space Invaders. Those were the two Atari sound effects. Well, I didn't really play those games much. And they get faster so. when they get closer. Okay. okay. That's awesome. So, right on my iPad. So besides cool? besides all the things that you can do on your iPad. I could have spent the whole show doing that. Everybody I, would love it, wouldn't you? Um well, it depends if people no, were were geeky like you. And yeah, you as could just do all sorts of. You could create a. We could create a whole song right here on the podcast. Well, that'd we, be fun. We could, but I might not want to ever podcast with you again. Okay. <laughs> You're not very nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know the problem here is you just haven't you don't like the particular instrument I'm playing. Here, let me try this one. No, honey. Because this one I know no. you'll love. You ready? You ready? Here we go. You ready? Ready? Electric guitar. What do you think? Where are you going? I'm going to come back in a little while. Oh no! Cut. No, no, no! Come on, we're doing the podcast. Get back over here. She just left the podcast. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm playing the guitar. I'll go try to get her. Come back here. Seriously, come back. Let's get on with this. I think she secretly had to use the restroom. 
while she's doing that, what we could do is I can show you how this works. What I do is I hit. We're waiting for her to come back. Um, I hit the click track. Oh, no, are you ready? Oh, well, I was just going to show them how I do drums with it, but that's okay. No, you can come back. No, 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 no. no. I, gonna be I can't believe you walked out on a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, she walked out of a po- I think you went to the bathroom. I did put away laundry. Ah, uh, see, I knew it. I, 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 put away laund- I put away laundry. I knew it. How okay. did I know this? I knew it. Well, I needed to take a break because it was driving me crazy. <sighs> so this is what I, I live with. Because Rick has his studio in the house, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the reason why I started working out of the house, <laughs> so that I could get some peace in my life. You know, you just cackled on the air on the on the on the podcast. <laughs> it was like that was the, not the very laughter nice. of someone going crazy. That was that kind of laughter. What are you trying to say? Oh, mercy. That, so, I, that I'm fun to live with? Well, definitely is never boring, mm-hmm. but often kind of loud. <laughs> Which brings me to our really kind of cool thing we got to do this week. Okay. And I'm still kind of shocked. Okay. Okay. So it was in December. And yeah, we were. It might have uh, even been in November. Uh, I think it was December, early okay. December. And we were. Early December. Okay. Looking at something, and I heard a rumor. Um, that a particular rock band was going to be in Aberdeen, and see, we just had this big theater restored to this to its heyday. It's beautiful mm-hmm. inside, it, and and I hadn't ever been in it. It had been remodeled for a couple of years now. It's what a hundred year old theater, right? Mm-hmm. I something like that, and it they remodeled it a couple of years ago, and they've been having real popular, well, used to be popular bands. Well, I think they've had like Reba McIntyre and Why Winona Judd. Winona Judd. Different I mean they've had a <coughs> Amy lot of Grant. Yeah, they've they had, had the B fifty twos. And B fifty twos were here, the uh, the Fab yeah. Four, not the actual Fab Four, but the, the band Fab Four. Okay. Uh Tower of Power was here, which was a big deal. Yeah, they've. I mean, this is a really small community we live in. Yeah, and we've and so, never had people like so, that. So, um, that was kind of a big deal. And actually, I had brought the biggest name into town in the um, way back when. Uh, Daryl Mansfield was uh, was, and he wasn't even really known. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was years ago. Um. So, I hadn't been in the the newly remodeled theater. Um ever before right um and so who did we find out well i was reading the website of the dnr theater in aberdeen and Mm -hmm. they said that sticks the rock band sticks was coming to aberdeen and i thought no way and i went and i looked and sure enough they had tickets for it so you looked at me and i looked at you and we said you know let's see how much tickets are because you know we don't spend money like that usually to Mm -hmm. to go to things because Usually it's two hours away in Seattle, and the tickets are at least you know, two hours, yeah. almost three hours. You know, by the time by the time you get traffic, parked and everything, yeah. yeah, with traffic and all that jazz, and then you got to pay for parking, and then you got to probably stay overnight because it's you know it's a long ways back after the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just looked at each other, and she goes, "Do you want to go to that for Valentine's Day?" Now she said that to me. Now this is why I'm kind of shocked and still kind of in awe. That you actually said, let's go to it. And I'm like, what? 
So we looked for tickets, and they they had the display of the of the the theater. We got to pick the tickets, and they mm-hmm. they were expensive, but they weren't as expensive as, as yeah. we could have bought. But there's really not a bad seat in that theater because it's kind of small. Yeah, I didn't see real well. Well, that's because of the lady in front of you. Because was... there's there were people. It it wasn't real bad, but I didn't really see an awful lot. And I had a great view. I loved it. Yeah, but it. Rock concerts are more your thing than they are my thing. Well, that's why I thing. couldn't believe you wanted to do that. But we hadn't really been on a real date in over a year. Oh, come on. I mean, oh, at come least. On. We Was went out it? for our anniversary, didn't we? Um, Kind of, sort of. Yeah, so don't t- say that. No. We, we hadn't done anything She besides... says these dramatic things like that, and it's not true. Well, I mean... We we go we out go to Walmart to Walmart or to <laughs> Chinese food every once in a while. But I hey, honey, want to go on a date? Yeah, I hear they have a blue light special at Walmart. Well, that's yeah, Kmart. Sorry, yeah. Walmart doesn't have blue light specials. Yeah, but yeah. So we went to see Sticks. Yeah, we did, and, and it was pretty cool. It was it was a different experience for me because that <coughs> was really the first real rock concert I've ever been to. Yeah, well, you know, you went to uh, Petra Beat the System. That was a rockin' but concert. But that was a Christian rock concert. There is a difference. There was a different atmosphere mm, yeah. at this one that I'm not quite well, you used have to. Well, you've never been around. See, um, they served beer and wine at this particular uh, venue, uh-huh. and you're not used to that at all. You never went to anything like I, that. Yeah, that was a, a shock to me because I've only pretty much gone to Christian concerts or... I guess when we went to James Taylor at the Peel at Fair, um, they, they were selling wine there. They did have some people, but not a lot. And they were pretty calm there. It was yeah, at well, the James fair. Taylor is a little bit different audience than Sticks. I really, actually, between the two concerts, I have to admit, I like James Taylor better. Oh, man, not me. Sticks was amazing. And, and in concert, okay. I, okay, these guys are getting up there in years. Yeah. And I was shocked that they could play like they... Okay, first off, they played better than... I mean, the albums are great that they make, mm-hmm. you know. But they played almost note for note. And even and in crystal clear sound, they did the vocals and everything from their albums. And their vocals but, are big honey, harmonies. But, they've been playing for like 40 years together. Yeah. So that kind of so. tells you how... <laughs> That tells you how good they really are yeah. when they play like that because they were really good. And, and I like keyboard parts and all that jazz. And well, it and was fun to hear all the keyboards. And, you know, it was the the uh, the album uh, Paradise Theater came out, <coughs> I think, when I was a uh, senior in high school or somewhere around there. I don't remember what year it came out. But uh, mm. they did all sorts of different stuff. You know, they, they did uh, Renegade and they did uh, Come Sail Away and they did... Uh, Miss America and Lorelai. What's the one, Lady? Is it just called Lady? Lady. Yeah. When you're with me, I'm smiling. There, there was only about four songs that I was really familiar with, and, and Madam I, Blue. I enjoyed Sweet Madam Blue. I enjoyed you know what that song's about? Four songs. No, Sweet Madam Blue is about the Statue of Liberty. Uh, when they know, go you know, in part of it, they go say, America, America, America. I have to say that they were a pretty clean band. They weren't real crude, or you know, sometimes. Well, rock I was bands surprised. Yeah, a, they were. They a were a reputation very, yeah. for being yeah. kind of vulgar, or yeah. 
But but they These were, guys weren't. They were they really were, cool. They were very nice to the people in Grace Harbor. Yeah, they were Aberdeen, real nice to the local people like here. Saying, why haven't we been here before? Well, this they is got great. you. Got to you. Know. you got to tell everybody why they were so nice to us, though. Why? You, you were there. That okay. was. I've never seen an audience in Grace Harbor react to a band like that ever. Well, we were up in the nosebleed section, so. Um, a lot of people up in the the balcony where we were were, we're sitting calm. down. Yeah, but but it, um, the whole but floor I guess was the up. whole floor the the whole floor stood up from the very first song. Yeah. Song and well, they played the whole time. They played hits all the way through. There wasn't there wasn't one song that wasn't a hit that they played, well, and that's pretty good for. Uh, but they've had a lot of hits. Well, and that's you why. you were into radio though, so you were more familiar. I was into radio. Well, you were more familiar FM with ninety five point three KGHO with their songs than I was, or one hundred four point seven KDUX. Yeah, that was me. Yes, you were. Yep, I was. Yep, I remember doing a Christian rock show on KGHO on the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember doing all those crazy things. Yep, and you did Christian Sunday morning on KDUX. No, it was KXRO. KXRO. Get your stations right. Sorry, sorry, Gee sorry. Whiz. I I go back and forth between several stations. That's because I I worked for different stations. Depending yeah. what they have on at the time. But. Yeah, I worked for three different radio stations in town. Okay. Four, four. Well, because. Some of them share the same building, though. Yeah. <laughs> but not all of them. Sometimes there's an AM and FM well, in the same building. I did put together just a little... I know um, listeners w- will appreciate this. I know. If you are mu- if you like music. If you don't like music, skip through about five minutes. But I wanted to play a little medley of some of the stick songs that we got to hear at the concert. We did do a, a cool video that you can look at on... Um, YouTube.com slash Rick Moyer 777. And you can see Amy and I talking at the beginning. And then we play a little bit of the concert and talk a little bit at the end. And that was quite a bit of fun. But I put together a little medley of stick songs for everybody to hear. Just if you've never really listened to them or you forgot how good they were, here's just a little bit. And Amy, I even put songs in there that you like. So here you go. Here's a little sticks medley on Taking With You. Spirits high 
Which song was your favorite? Oh, that's I, I had like three favorite, but 
they're the ones that I could remember. <laughs> but I like the one "Carry On" that you played towards the beginning, and I like "Carry say, On." No, that's say, Kansas. Dear. Say, well, what's the one? Come that they, sail come, away. Come sail sail away. But I like that one, and I like the lady one that you just played. Yeah. Um, I think there's one other one that I really like. But um, well, I'm it, just surprised that you liked them. It it's some of them. Some of them I like. The funny thing. And I need to ask you why you like this particular thing because oh, I cannot stand it. Right. Even on when I used to go to Christian rock concerts, you know, uh-huh. as a teenager and then as a youth pastor's wife, mm-hmm. we go to a lot of Christian rock concerts. Mm-hmm. And it just bored me senseless when they just okay. jammed. Confession time, Amy. During the cool keyboard solos on uh, that Sticks played. Yeah. What were you doing? I was playing words with friends. I cannot believe this. We're at a <laughs> concert of a, a legendary rock band we never would have ever been able to see. And she whips out her iPhone and plays words with friends during the solo of Come Sail Away. Well, and I, other things that when they oh, started jamming. It just bores me senseless. I don't know why, but I have never, ever liked just those times when they jam in a Okay, now ask me why concert. I like them. Why do you like that part? Okay, here's why I like it. Because when a band puts out a CD or an album, mm-hmm. all you get to hear is what they've put on that album. You don't get to hear them um, go off of the, the normal sound. In other words, it's already pre-recorded. It's all done. But when you get to see a band in concert, they can they can show off their musicianship and they can play different things that you've never heard them play before. And that's what I love about going to concerts where there's spontaneity and they they leave the script per se and then they play like something you've never heard before. They do an arrangement that wasn't on the album. That to me is just awesome to hear. And, and then you really appreciate their musicianship in a completely different way. Do you think because I'm not a musician? Yes. That that's why I don't appreciate it? Yes. Because to me, it's just boring. I just yes. It seems just to me like they're just showing off. And, and they are. But you know what? I don't mind it if somebody who's very talented just shows off because I really enjoy their talent. I really get and, a lot out I of it. And I wonder why it just annoys me. It just always has. I'm just like oh, so. When I no. jam in my studio and when I jam out in public and do different things, you, you're bored with me. You're not answering. Okay, I, I love, well, I guess we found that out, didn't I we? I love you. <laughs> I love you. I don't believe this. I, I'm. I. It's just. It's nothing personal. I don't like it when anybody does that. Okay. I just don't. I really. <laughs> I. 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 I like. You know, I like music because I sure. like listening to worship music. Sure. I like musicals when they sing. Well, let me ask you this, and, dear. And I like... what? Who is one of your favorite authors that you read? Um, oh, probably Robin Jones Gunn is okay. one of my most let's, favorite. Let's say... I have several favorites. Let's say mm-hmm. she was doing a book signing Yeah. And in Aberdeen. Wow. And, and we got to stand in line and meet her. And then yeah. she was going to do a little reading from her book... And during the reading of her book, she says, and here's a chapter that um, I never put in the book, but I'd love to read it to you so you can hear a different perspective on it. And she reads that chapter. Would you not go nuts over that? Well, 
Yeah, I think I'm Would getting you your point because I'm okay. more of a reader than All I right. am into me. I'm more into books than I am into music. So there you go. Yeah. Now and you understand why I, I enjoy do, that so much. I do notice, though, like Man from Snowy River is one of my most favorite movies. Okay. And the thing I like about it is it does have very beautiful music it, along it with does. very beautiful cinematography. Mm-hmm. And so when you combine beautiful scenery <laughs> with beautiful music, I mean, it is And some would say beautiful nice. actors and actresses. I don't know, but... Um, the kind of boy and girl next door in there, but, but, um, but I just really, I, I can appreciate it, but being, uh, being not a musician, I don't appreciate it as much as you do. All right. Okay. So we'll just agree to disagree. Yeah. 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 Just like how I prefer James Taylor or Keith Green to like a harder rock thing, but there were several songs in Sticks that I did enjoy. Because they have some pretty melodic songs, even though they could get rocking, they did have some pretty songs. Yeah, they did. You know, something that you would consider kind of rock ballad, kind of like, and that's that's more, I, I prefer more the soft rock or the melodic rock. Yeah, yeah. Over the, I, I don't care for heavy metal at all, which, yeah. you know, you know that. Yeah. Guess what? what? Something else happened at our house. Yes, it's absolutely true. Yes. It's I don't even know how to feel about it. Well, you you got to stay home. I got to go on a morning long adventure. Yes, you did. Um can you turn that down a little bit there, so there. I can How's that better? talk over it? Um, Is that better? You could turn it way down. I'll just turn it off. Okay. Well, we had an adventure this last week because our daughter turned 16. Catherine on, turned 16. On Monday. Uh-huh. And, of course, the driver's place was closed on Monday. And Tuesday, I worked out of town. So Wednesday, I didn't work till the afternoon. So early in the morning, we got up very early. Uh-huh. And we drove a half an hour away for her to take her driving test. Yep. And while we were there... I went inside and and the guy came right back in. And I'm going, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> and uh, my daughter comes in. Well, what happened is, you know, I think on Sunday or Monday, we had gone through and checked, you know, that the blinkers worked and the brake lights worked and, you know, because they won't let you take the test if all the things don't work. Yeah. So they all worked on the weekend. But we show up, and I didn't realize we bought our car secondhand, and I didn't realize we had a third brake light. Yeah, and we never had it working, ever. And, and I don't think it's ever worked, or if it did no. work, I didn't notice when it went out. Um, it's probably been out for years. Yeah. Um. So... He said, I'm sorry, but we can't 
um, do this test because the third brake light's out. It's so true. It's true. That he said, do you think you can get it fixed? We can reschedule it for later in the day. And I worked that afternoon, but they had a, a time slot open a couple hours down the road. So uh, <laughs> I can't. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. I better turn up my reverb. On the road again. Going places that I've never been. <laughs> Seeing things that I may never see again. And I can't wait to get on the road again. Here we go. On the road again. Like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends. Insisting that the world keeps turning our way And our way On the road again I just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again What do you think? Where are you going? She's leaving me again Spontaneous Willie Nelson. That's kind of like spontaneous combustion. She left. What do I do now? I guess we could just jam out to Willie. Willie, I am not. Come back. Here we go. On the road again. Like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends Insisting that the world keeps turning our way And our way On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again And I can't wait to get on the road again Ha! Look at that spontaneous. What do you think? Did you like the spontaneous song I sang for you? No. <laughs> I would have thought you'd love that. Nope. <laughs> it was appropriate with driving. So our daughter now, well, as we're recording, isn't even here. She took our car. <laughs> yeah. And drove away. <laughs> with our permission. Yeah, and I and wanted to she, puke all and over. you made her call us and as you got... Because, yeah. see, we live out in the country, kind of. Yeah. Where we live in between two small cities. In between well, two small cities is small a man towns. who spontaneously sings Willie Nelson. So wherever, wherever she or any of us go, <laughs> we're either 10 minutes to Montesino or 10 minutes to Aberdeen. Right. Monty say no. Um. So we're... So, back to my story that you so rudely interrupted. Yes, but so wonderfully interrupted with a Willie Nelson song. Uh, By the way, Willie Nelson's coming to Aberdeen in September. Well, supposedly. I'm buying tickets. I'm buying supposedly. tickets. I'm going to Willie Nelson. Yes. We're, 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 I'm in the quandary of whether I'm going to go with him Grew to Willie Nelson or find someone else to be a cowboy. I enjoy the idea of going on a date. I enjoy that that idea. 
I'm not sure if I enjoy... Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. I might enjoy going to Willie Nelson more than rock concert. I'm not sure. I think you'll really like his concert. Yeah, maybe. I've seen him on Palladia. Yeah, I've watched him with you several times on TV. You have. And his son, Lucas. And every Christmas, what do we listen to? The Willie Nelson Christmas Christmas album. album. Yes, we do. So that's all the cool stuff that happened at our house. Okay. I okay, was go ahead, in the go middle ahead. of telling a story. You All keep right. on. Your ADD is really showing today. <laughs> I'm sorry for. I apologize. Before, don't email me that I interrupt my wife. No, inter- email Please. him. Email him and tell him to stop it. Ah. So, um. Well, get to the story, would you? So, gee, we drove. Why can't you just finish the story. We went. We were in Hoquam. You're being rude. Okay, sorry. We were in Hoquam. Uh-huh. And. Then we had to drive all the way back to Aberdeen, which mm-hmm. is about fifteen minute drive, to a, a place called Cut Rate Auto Parts. Now that's crap for short. Yeah, that's the acronym for yeah. So, um, but they have really nice guys that work there, and so and if you're a girl, they help you. I I I went in and I said my daughter can't take her driving test until we get this light fixed. If I give you a good tip, do you think you could help us? Ah. And so... And you made sure to tell him, here's the tip. Don't play in the street. No. I gave him money. Oh. I gave him money. So I bought $7 worth of lights because they came in two packs and I needed three. Uh Uh-huh. And so I had to buy two two packs. So I have an extra one in the car somewhere. So he replaced it. It was a little challenging. So it ended up costing us seventeen dollars oh, because we I gave him this. a ten dollar tip. I did not know this. <laughs> so we gave him a ten dollar tip. And but your um, lights worked. But our lights worked, and Catherine was able to take her driving test. And she passed and the she first passed time. The first time with an eighty-six. Yeah, which is really good because she only needed eighty to She'll pass. To pass. So she made a couple real minor mistakes. Um, well, nothing. Driving o- over the old guy, that was no. Nah, that was not no. good. She didn't do that. So anyway, oh, taking it, the driving test, are you, sweetie? It <laughs> took it took us two trips to Hoquiam ah. that day, and then I went back to Hoquiam that afternoon. So three trips to Hoquiam last Wednesday. Yeah, Hoquiam, Hoquiam, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does Hoquiam mean? Muddy waters. And it kind of describes the town. Native, Native American for muddy waters. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, so that's pretty cool. That she, was a big monumental I, okay, I'm thing say in our pub- daughter's life. And I want to say publicly that Catherine is a very good driver. Mm-hmm. She's, If anything, she's just not as confident, obviously, because she hasn't been driving a whole lot. I mean, she's she, she has, but yeah. Okay. She's just a more cautious driver than my sons are. Andrew was pretty cautious too. The boys have been good. The, n- none yeah. of them have gotten traffic tickets or accidents. No, so no, they have not. They're doing well. Um, Andrew is your hero. Why is Andrew your hero? Because he's doing something that you're too scared or or something to do. When Catherine got her license, oh, Andrew's out teaching her how to use a clutch because a, a standard transmission. We have this really old pickup truck. That is a manual, and um, and yeah. our kids no power steering in it. Our it's, kids, our boys, both drove it when they before they earned enough money to buy their own car. Yeah, 
they drove your old pickup truck. And I have, I usually, today my is a Saturday, so that we're recording. So my daughter is using our good, safe car. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, when I have it during the work week, if she needs to go somewhere, she's going to have to take your old pickup truck. So Andrew took it upon himself to teach, teach her, her how to do the clutch. So, so I'm not sure that she's ready to go out on her own yet. No, he told me she's not yet. But she's had a couple practice sessions and maybe a couple more and she'll be able to drive. So now she's just driving a really nice car. Yeah. Scary. But she's a good driver, so I don't have to worry. I guess, you know, for me, it's more emotional than it is. It's, I don't know. It's just letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Our last kid. And And we were going to talk about perspective in our podcast today. Well, this is part of it. Yeah. And part of it was this and part of it was the concert. Okay. And and then another part was all this political stuff going on. Well, talking about parenting. We talked about this the other day because we had some friends that didn't understand. Are we, we getting were... into the subject now? I think so. Okay, well, hold on one second. We'll get right to the subject. As soon... We'll come back, back to that. That's what's going on around our house. We'll be right back. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. So, after our great friends Rick and Amy have enlightened you on their awesome podcast, Take Him With You, why not give us a listen? You'll be happy you did. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make make it it a a Mickey Mickey day. Day. You know what? Our friend um, Sue from New York uh, met our friend Kenny from California at Disneyland yeah. this last week. I got a, a hey tell from them both saying they wished I was there and then they laughed hysterically. Thanks. I saw, I Thank think you. I saw a picture of them together. Yeah, I'm so, like, someday I am going to meet Alan Joyce and Kenny and anybody else who will show up down at Disneyland. I'm going to meet them there and we're going to ride Star Tours, baby. Yeah, that was your favorite. That's going to be really cool. But I, I anyway, Alan Joyce's uh, Tales from the Mouse House is just so good. And I think, I don't know, they haven't announced it yet, but uh, The Amazing Race, another season is coming up of it. And I'm hoping they're going to do The Amazing Race Fast Forward podcast again. I don't know if they are or not. But if they do, you should listen to that too. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're just really cool people, and I really appreciate them. So you have to take a listen. Their la- their latest video podcast um, was so good. They narrated being on Pirates of the Caribbean, and they showed I still video have of it. To watch that. You got to watch it. It's really cool. I, can I just download that? Yeah, just like a normal podcast. Just get more episodes, and it'll show uh-huh. up. It okay. will, and then you have it right on your iPod. Okay, I have to. Usually, I listen to them while I'm at work, and that's kind of hard to watch a video. Yeah. While I'm working. Yeah. That doesn't work. But yeah. but they do have a new I'll episode they're recording that. this weekend. 
and it'll be out, an audio episode that'll mm-hmm. be out this week. So you have another one to listen to, which okay. is really cool. Plus, you need to still listen to the Babylon 5 uh, Trex and Sci-Fi issue because you like Babylon 5. You know, I thought I downloaded it, but then I don't, I'm not sure if I did. You'll have to check it out. Yeah. So, okay, well, there there you go. Yeah. Now we're into, so, we should begin into our subject because. Talking about you, perspective. Yeah, let's talk about perspective because this week a lot of different things challenged my perspective and I found that by looking at things from a different perspective, life got a lot easier. Well, one of the things that we were talking about at dinner the other night before we went and saw the concert is about how having children really changed our perspective or the way we looked at things. Yeah. And it was... And the older they get, it changes as well. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, There's... I'm kind of the joke of the family because when my kids were little, I was a little bit protective of what they watched and what they listened to. And I tended to shelter them to a certain degree. I mean, and and as they got older, of course, they got more freedom and I was more comfortable with their ability to kind of know right from wrong and and filter things out on their own. Mm -hmm. Um, But my oldest son gave me a bad time because I didn't let him watch a certain thing when he was little. And I just looked straight at him and I said, Scooby-Doo gave you nightmares and you think I would let you watch that? You know, I can't remember what it was. But but then he finally kind of looked at me like, oh, oh, well, and, you know, that will change. His perspective will change when he has kids and he has to stay up all night with them because they're not sleeping. Yeah. And, you know, I think when you have younger children, you you have to think about, well, how will this affect them? Right. You know, how will it affect well, them emotionally? Are they ready for that? And really, if you think about it, our society really has a problem with this because kids at a younger and younger age are being exposed to things that are inappropriate. And as a result of that, um, it it tends to take away their childhood. I, I remember I read the whole like Little House on the Prairie series uh-huh. to the kids when they were little. And I remember this one neighbor lady came and talked to Ma Ingalls when the girls were little. And she started talking about some massacre or something that had happened. And Ma, you know, Laura remembers her Ma putting her, her finger to her lips doing shh. You know, and then pointing to the kids. Right. She didn't want the the kids hearing stuff like that. You know, she didn't want them scared and to lose their innocence right. and stuff. Right. And yet, I think about how many kids today what they see on the news. Like if their parents are watching the five o'clock news, you know. Um, well, I think it's it or goes deeper on the radio. It it's goes like, deep. Ah. I think it goes deeper than that because what what I've noticed is. Mm-hmm. There aren't really clean lines on what is appropriate and what isn't anymore because Mm -hmm. some things, you know, and and we can't really judge some, I mean, you can't really judge people and say, well, you know, like, like, for instance, my sister didn't let her kids watch Star Trek because of the aliens and the demonic looking aliens, even though now, right, because they were scary. It didn't have anything to do with, with a religious thing. She just didn't think that was appropriate for her kids. Now, our kids watch Star Trek from the day they were born. You know, because <coughs> I was totally into it, and so I think you. I think sometimes you really got to look at things and go, "Now, what and could yet, be really?" 
they watch Star Trek, but I wouldn't let them watch some scary cartoons or, right, or things, right. you know. So, but I, I yeah. distinctly remember one of our friends had a had a, one of our friends, one of our kids had a friend that came over and had um, dinner with us once in a while uh, in the little neighborhood we were in, and one day he described in detail a, a gory murder. And and then I, I was looking at him like, we're sitting at our table, and I'm thinking, how does this kid ever know anything like that? And grilling him a little bit more, I found out that his parents didn't care if he was in the room when they were watching R-rated horror uh, movies. Yeah. Now, see, that to me is really, that's really kind of, I don't know, it's not, it's not very good because that little kid you know, had this such a visual uh, picture of stuff that was not really appropriate. So I don't know. It, it, it's a, it it's hard. a give and take and, thing. And some kids are more sensitive than other right. kids, Some kids don't too. care. Yeah. I mean, some kids just like, oh, you know, and, and they don't really pay attention. Obviously, that kid did because he could describe everything. Right. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard. You know, parenting is one of the hardest jobs in the universe i think um because it's hard to know it does change your perspective it does you know i mean if now it's different you know now that our kid now that Catherine is is 16 Mm -hmm. um we would we watch things now that we wouldn't have watched when they were younger yeah and and you know sometimes that's good sometimes that's bad but but i i think what what happens is we change our perspective on on who we're around or the group of people that we associate with or, you know, different things like that. And that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. I mean, we've changed our perspective a lot. I was, when we went into um, the concert, we stopped to get a mic cable at a local music store. Mm-hmm. And when we went in, the, my good friend from many years ago um, is one of the uh, guys that uh, works and manages the, the music store right next to the restaurant we were going to. And he was really surprised that we were going to go to Sticks. And why? Why is that? Well, I I still am probably somewhat conservative to a lot of people, but I I went through a phase where um, I was probably ultra conservative. I pretty much only listened to. Christian worship music for many years. I didn't listen now, when to... Now, when you say that, you mean music that, that sang about God? Yeah. Or sang to Him? Yeah, sang, yeah. Okay. Um, praise and worship music. So you weren't listening to Top 40 or MTV stuff or anything like that? Yeah, I I pretty... You know, and I still... I would say that's still what I listen to 90% of the time. Like in the car, I'll listen to Christian radio and, right. and stuff. Um, right. But... But you know, I yeah. But back then, back when he knew me, I was a little bit more legalistic, I guess. Yeah, you can say that. I guess I was more legalistic. What, what do you? What would you describe legalistic as? What do you mean by that? Well, um, I I guess a little bit more narrow-minded is what people would think of as. Um, and some people would say that's a good thing. Well, and I think that there's different seasons in our lives, though, where. Yeah. I I had a someone that I knew real well that had um, been in a really rough lifestyle uh-huh. with a lot of drinking, carousing, you know, a, a real rough atmosphere. And when she 
became a a Christian, <coughs> she me. realized that the way she had been living was harmful to her and to her child. Okay. And so she kind of, you know how the pendulum swings? She was clear over on like the far crazy party, right. live it loose. Right. You know, sleep with anybody, anytime you know, party all night and and she would been clear on that side. Right. And when she came to faith in Christ, she kinda went clear into the other way where she's like, I need to get far away from this as I can. I, I need to get away from the drinking and the the loose sex. So and she had a completely went, different perspective then. Yeah, she went clear, clear, clear because she knew that she was abusing her body, abusing her life, you know, and it wasn't good atmosphere for her child. Right. So she went clear the other direction. And, and I remember for a while, I mean, she wouldn't go to any movies. Um, she wouldn't have any secular music around her. Um, and I think a lot of it is because it reminded her of her party days. And right. she was trying to get away from that because it wasn't healthy for her. And, um, and, you know, like 20 years later, I noticed that she's more in the middle now. I mean, yeah. for a while, she wouldn't even wear pants because it what? was... What? She went around naked? No, she only wore dresses. I mean, I'm just saying she went ultra conservative. Phew. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she just went ultra conservative and, you know, kind of what some people would consider legalistic. And But I think sometimes people in different stages of their life... They might need to simplify things. They might need to get a, sure. a way of sure. certain crowds for their own health. Like, if you're an alcoholic, it might not be a good idea to go Hang to a bar the all the time. Right, right. And yet someone who is a social drinker, they might drink one or two drinks a month or something. That might not be a big deal to go to a bar now and then. Right. So, so okay, so back back in those days, Aim, mm -hmm. when you were more legalistic, as you put it, um, if if a secular song would be on, you would basically turn it off, or you would want to listen to that, right? But now you didn't seem to have a problem at the Sticks concert. Well, how, how come? Well, you know, for for one thing, that's not what I feed myself all the time, and I think that most of their songs they weren't they weren't crude or anything that I felt. I you know I felt like yeah, Jesus could have been at the concert with me. You know, it wasn't. Do you think he would have been in the mosh pit? I don't think they had a mosh pit. They they, they had a pretty crazy front of the stage there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I know Jesus loved all the people at the concert. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't something that I wouldn't consider them vile. He would have been anything. a better opening act, I can tell you that. Well, yeah. We don't need to get on the opening act. Sometimes they have really good opening acts. Sometimes they, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> but but there was a time when you yeah when you realized I to get that a break, yes. you I was, had to have yeah. a break from the you know I still like my Christian music more than but I can appreciate I like watching American Idol sure because I I enjoy watching but we've young, really changed kids because our perspective before was not not that open and I think now. Um, what this is what I the reason my perspective has changed and I'll listen to stuff that that I used to not listen to um, is because 
what I found was there's a lot of other things that are that are way worse for you than a good song. Yeah. And what I noticed as we went through some really rough times in a church um, and with people that claim to be Christian, what I realized was, unfortunately, in today's society, people that are of a religious type of background tend to pick and choose what they think is good and what is bad. And mm-hmm. they don't necessarily use the Bible to do it. Yeah. They, But they pick and choose. They think that this particular thing is really bad. But then... Like like listening to sticks would be, a, you know, you wouldn't want to do that because, you know, you're not glorifying God and all this different stuff. Yet they would go home and gossip about someone, or they would lie to somebody, or they connive behind their back, or they'd hurt someone, and that not think anything of it. Or country music would be okay, but rock music's at because the devil. Because the, the beat, yeah. And it's like, huh? So <laughs> so what, what happened for me was my perspective changed in the fact that I think it's far more important to live our life and love people than it is to worry so much about the external things being bad for you. Now, I mean, there are some things that are just plain bad for you, and you shouldn't be doing them, period. And that's okay. I mean, that that's that's there are okay. those things. But there are some things that are kind of gray, and it's like, huh. Talking about perspective. All right, perspective. Okay, I, I've been listening through the Bible again. I started in January, and so... It's gone through Genesis now and Matthew, maybe in Mark. I can't remember where I'm at. Um, but Jesus was um, talking to his disciples one Sabbath day, which in the Jewish community, that would be Saturday. Okay. So they were walking along, and Jesus' disciples were hungry. So they were walking through this field, and there was some grain that was ripe. That was ripe. So they pulled some of the grain off and they chewed on the the seeds. A tasty little snack. And some of the religious people of the time brother got all mad at them because they were working on the Sabbath because they pulled some some grain off and ate it. And of so, course, they weren't working on the Sabbath. That wasn't what they were doing. They were just eating some food as they walked through the field. Yeah. Okay, but from but a religious perspective, from a religious perspective, they were sinners because and, they were they were working on the Sabbath. And Jesus said, "It's not what you eat or drink that makes you unclean. It's what's in your heart." Right. And so I think we were talking about perspective, and. It's it's not like what song we listen to or, you know, what concert we listen to or, TV or show we watch what TV show movie, we watch. Right. Um, those are kind of external things. Now, if you take them to an extreme and you start to worship that thing, you right. know. Like and, I used to, yeah. And that's why I think you kind of took a, a sabbatical took- from... You know, like heavy metal music for a time because that had kind of been your god when you were a teenager. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of worshipped heavy metal. And it does not hold the same place as it did before in my life. And, you know, and now 20-some years later, you feel like you're at the point where, you know, you can listen to a song now and then and appreciate the musicianship or sure. the, the skill. Like I had a big smile on my face when Judas Priest played on American Idol. And you didn't. <laughs> but that's, to me, okay, now we have to clarify Wayne Henderson, this. Wayne Henderson, you're listening to me, and you too had a big smile, didn't you? 
Judas Priest on American But you know, part of that's perspective. It's just a matter of taste for me. It, there's yeah. you know, you like steak, I don't. You know, and to me, different styles of music can be like that. Yeah. Some people like seafood, some people don't. Yeah. And and to me the music is is so um I don't know. It's what's the word? It's <laughs> subjective. Subjective is the word I was looking for. It is because it it means different things to different people, and and I think sometimes just as all artists. Well, I think I think a, a lot of life sometimes people will tend to get on their. I wrote a little comment on Facebook and got all sorts of different interesting comments back, and that was on. Uh, I said, you know, sometimes people think that taking up a cause shows that they care. But in reality, living a, a simplistic life and and loving on the people around you is far more. It it produces change far more than picketing or getting on a high horse. I I, I basically said, you know, maybe we should leave uh, the high horses for the cowboys yeah. and and live our lives humbly and and love on people because we had a big huge thing going on here politically and uh, here in the state of Washington and and. Uh, it was it was sad for me to see people po- being polarized when I just don't understand I don't understand why people the things they choose to fight about. Well, when when you don't really need to do that. There isn't you can't legislate morality. There's and, no way to do that. And sometimes I mean you could you could force people but that's not legislation. That's dictatorship. That's Well, that's and not people good. will Choose to do what they want to do, whether it's legal or not. I mean, to you a want certain to get the degree. Mail, would you, <laughs> to a certain degree, people. It's again, it's what Jesus says. It's what's in their heart. Right. You can tell them, you know, look this way, do this. Um, but Jesus said, "Is what's in your heart that matters." Right. And and legislation won't choose people, change people's hearts. Right. Um. And one thing that that's really sad is when people who call themselves believers mm-hmm. act in a hateful manner. I just am blown away by that. I just do not it understand. Gives, it gives the rest of us a bad name. Well, I re- I remember one time when we were at a, a, a church that I won't mention the name of it, but we were there, and um, the pastor gave a sermon one morning, um, and he just railed. I mean, completely just went off and railed on homosexuals. Do you remember that one? Yeah. It was like he was mad. He was like angry and he was shouting and spitting. I do remember because he called you afterwards after getting chewed out by a family member. He asked you to destroy the sermon. I think he was scared he was going to get a lawsuit. I guess. I don't know what the deal was. It was really weird. But but here's, here's what I felt when he was doing that. I felt dirty. Mm-hmm. I felt um, nervous. I felt I knew it was wrong for someone who claimed to be even a a, a believer, but a pastor, mm-hmm. being so mean and so hateful. And I just sat there and I thought, what if somebody is here? Who and they're bound to because it was a large church. There was bound to be somebody in the congregation that was homosexual. What were they gonna? What were they gonna walk away with? I mean. I don't know, but but I do know this. I know that 
I know it's a it's a difficult subject, but it, it's not it's not for us to be mean and nasty to people. I don't get that. And yeah. and I think that sometimes it's easy because we know people that think that by doing this type of thing, by by being nasty and yucky and being mean and everything like that, that they're doing God this great service and they, they feel all righteous about it and proud. And I it just turns my stomach. Yeah. You know... I just don't understand how anybody can do that. God, that's not love to me. Now, I'm not saying that you have to agree with everybody. We, do, I mean, we don't agree with everyone. I mean, nobody agrees with everybody. <laughs> but yeah. you don't have to be mean about it. Yeah. You know, there's a um, another hot social issue that sometimes gets um, religious folks... Up in arms. Up in arms and causes them to be mean. When when what what's that be? Um, and that's abortion. Oh yeah, yeah. And we've I, seen we've seen people just go crazy over I, it. I I'm gonna do a really short book review here okay. <laughs> because I listened to a fabulous book this last week called Shades of Blue. Okay. And it's by Karen Kingsbury. Okay. Another really good Christian author mm-hmm. and she addresses the subject of abortion in a very wonderful way and she deals with a um, woman and a man who um, 10 years after they had an abortion um, kind of deal with their feelings about that abortion mm-hmm. that they had and it was done in in a non-judgmental way and kind of talking about them working through the grief that they had of, you know, realizing they would have had a nine-year-old child if they hadn't aborted the baby and right. just, you know, different different feelings and thoughts that they went through. It was really well done. And... You know, whether people are um, pro-life or or pro-abortion or however you want to put it, um, the fact is that it is legal in our country. And 40% of all pregnancies end in abortion. That's a lot of abortions. And that means that there's also a lot of women and men who sometimes second guess themselves sure, and sometimes are, are dealing with grief, you know, when it and comes to and and regret. And, sure. and, um, you know, even though it's legal now and, and possibly less harmful to the woman's body, there's still emotional and still some physical effects. Sure. And, um, so anyway, I think it was, Really well handed. So I'm giving a, a thumbs up if if anyone, especially if you've had a situation like that as youth pastors. I remember, you know, just hugging this one girl um, because she didn't want to have an abortion. Her family forced her to have one, uh-huh. and you know she was going through a lot of pain and a lot of sorrow over that and you know so sometimes 
it's, it's not an easy subject and I'm not coming out one way or another. I, you know, I do, <laughs> I, I kind of halfway, how do I say it? I say that I'm pro-choice as far as I would like to believe every woman has a right to get pregnant or not. Right. And, you know, I, my hope and wish, because it's not only harmful for the unborn child, but it's also harmful for the woman emotionally and physically, I would like to see there be less abortion as birth control. Right, right. You know, just because I don't see it's really good for anybody. <laughs> sure. So, um, you know, I'm not going to come out and um, protest anybody. Or be mean to anybody because I think it's a very hard decision that people have to make. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some really hard situations, you know, with rape or incest. And I'm not going to be judgmental of people. Right. Because um, I don't know all their circumstances. but So it's all about perspective. It is about perspective. And, and you don't know where some people are coming from. I think we need to be compassionate with them because sometimes they're very hard circumstances sure um but you know i think it's always better to err on the side of love and kindness than it is to err on the side of judgmentalism and being mean mm -hmm. I, I don't i don't really think you can go wrong by caring about someone or loving someone and i know sometimes that means uh that that can be taken to real passionate levels as far as what somebody believes. But I think it's always important for us, especially as believers, to temper what we're thinking through the eyes of God and, and love that he cares about people. And we should care about people as well in mm -hmm. a way that um, doesn't come across mean and nasty. I really think it's really important that we live our lives from a perspective of caring about people. Yeah. So there you go. What do you think? <laughs> well... What, one last thing on perspective. We're sure. getting back to Jesus because in the same, the same part I was listening to about Jesus talking about what's in the heart, there was only one time that Jesus got violent in the New Testament in the Bible. And Violent? Violent. Like and really it, violent? Yeah. Ooh. And it was towards religious people, not towards sinners, not towards people making mistakes and you know, kind of having a hard time. Right. It was it was when things were done in the temple um, out of greed and out of profit, and he got upset and turned over the tables. And I think that that we have to think about that because the Bible says Jesus was the friend to the drunks and to the prostitutes and. He cared about people. And it says he came for the sick, not the well. Yeah. He cared about people that were struggling. He cared about people that weren't perfect. And I think the pe the only people that really irritated Jesus were the people that pretended to be perfect. Right. And pretended like that they had a corner on, um, on righteousness. Right. And so... Anyway, that's a matter of God's perspective. <coughs> God cares for people well, yeah. in everyday life. And I, and I think that sometimes, if we're talking about perspective, 
I think sometimes when we're going through difficult times, and you maybe have a situation you're going through right now that is rough, and you're listening to this podcast going, I don't know what I'm going to do about this or that or this or that. It's always good to kind of look at it from a different angle and perspective because it can change. Like some people can see a glass that's half empty and other people can see the glass half full. And it's really an attitude and it's really in, and sometimes we just have to force ourselves as human beings to look at things from a different angle so that we don't go crazy. Another perspective that I've tried to talk to my kids about off and on throughout their lives and myself about sometimes is an, having an eternal perspective. How does God see this situation? Because we can look at something... The old cliche, what would Jesus do? Well, no, I, not exactly. Oh, okay. A, a eternal perspective. If God's looking out from eternity, mm-hmm. something that looks like a giant mountain in our life, from his perspective, looks like a, a, a tiny molehill mole or a pebble, right, you know? Right. And from his eternal perspective, and the whole ska- scheme of eternity, you know, this is just a blip. Right. You know, so it can get better. It's not always going to be that bad. You know, and with God, all things are possible. Have faith in, in that same that same um, book I was listening to in the Bible. It ta- Jesus said, if you have faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and it will be done. Right. So if we have faith in God... Perspective uh, those, will change. Those those things that seem like unsurpassable mountains, we can get over them with his help. I agree. Yeah. Of course I do. Of course you do. I'm your husband. You were wise and I, married me. <laughs> I know. And I think I may have to sing another Willie Nelson song oh. right now. No, I'm just joking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what would be good, though, is maybe I could pray for people that are listening that maybe need a perspective change or maybe you're going through a rough time right now and you need to see things from a different perspective. Um, let me pray for you right now. Father, I lift up every person listening to this podcast and I ask God that you would open up our hearts so that we could see things from your perspective. God, it's sometimes so difficult to see things the right way and we just need your help. So um, help us to see solutions for the, for, uh, for the problems that we're facing and, and get answers for the questions that we're asking. And, and we would ask you for your help now. And I pray you would help every person listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. And I still think that the four-letter word, help, is a very spiritual prayer. Yeah. <laughs> help! <laughs> yes, yes, you do. It works. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, this has been... Oh, you can get a hold of us at uh, rick at takingwithyou.com. Or amy at takingwithyou.com. We have uh, our video blog at uh, uh, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. And our website is... Um, takingwithyou.com. <laughs> and we could always use donations. Uh, that's, those help us a lot, especially right now when I'm not getting a whole bunch of work. <laughs> You can also pray that work will pick up. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. So uh, this has been 
This has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2011. Oh, 12. I almost <laughs> messed up. 2012. It's the music. It messed me up. That's what it is. Uh, all rights reserved. Thanks, dear. You're welcome, dear. Can I sing now? Sure. I hope to see everybody next week when we have another cool program for you. We're going to probably start into a brand new series called Sunday Cool. On the road again, like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends, insisting that the world keep turning our way and our way. On the road again. Now the French just can't wait to get on the road again. Well, that doesn't sound very good. Life I love is making music with my friends, and I can't wait to get on the road again. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great one. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com.